0: Everybody, my listeners and my watchers, and I want to say I'm thankful for this episode. This is going to be a very fun episode, a very interesting, and very prominent what's happening at this time. Uh, these are, this is a part of the extra episodes, and we also have coming up next is the intuition of a woman, the intellect of a man, the debate of man, the men versus women, and then also our final, I D K what the heck we are doing, and I can't wait for those episodes to come up. So now let's get it started. So when we first start, I'm going to introduce Hannah. Hey, Hannah, how are you doing?
1: Good. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. So introduce yourself.
1: Um. Hey. So uh, my name is Hannah. I'm 17, and um, I'm Chinese.
0: All right. All right. And next guest is Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer.
2: Hi.
0: Hi. Go ahead. Introduce yourself.
2: My name is Jennifer, and I'm 17, and I'm Vietnamese.
0: All right and then last but certainly not least Allie. Hi, Allie.
2: hey,
3: um, my name is Allie. I'm 16 years old so I'm the youngest but um, I'm half Vietnamese and half Filipino.
0: All right, so I want first of all let me ask how y'all doing? How's everybody doing today? Doing good? Good, okay. All right so we'll start we'll start real quick and go through the questions. So the first question is the world has always been fighting against the minorities and not with them. Since the rise of Asian violence, what has been your biggest fear? Yeah, what has been your biggest fear? Um, let's start. Allie, you go first.
3: Oh wow, okay. Um which is a, with with COVID and everything. Um, I feel like my biggest fear, well, from my um experience, I guess like my personal experience, last This time, like last year, I had to go to Ohio for my aunt because it was like a family emergency. And this was like kind of in the heat of everything with COVID and like, you know, Corona. Um, And so on the way to Ohio, we had to, sorry, I don't know why it's echoing, um, but we had to go through like a lot of the, I mean, Ohio's in the Midwest. So like, you know, there's a lot of people who kind of have, I know it's just the Midwest, you know, and so like I was kind of scared going through, more of like these states, especially since I, there were still like Asian hate crimes going on. And I think my biggest fear is just like, for my grandparents um, who live in like in California and just, I guess, you know, my my loved ones and even myself too. And like, literally just my family facing kind of, um, any kind of like racism or violence. All
0: right, Jennifer.
2: Um, my fear is when my parents or like any family member are going out and they aren't picking up any of my, any of my like messages or phone calls because sometimes i'll call them just to check when they're coming home and also like when they're gone for like an uncomfortable amount of time like my parents will tell me, like, oh, we're just going to go get some groceries, and that usually takes, like, maybe an hour tops for them, and then they'll be gone for, like, an extra hour, and I get, like, very anxious
0: about that. Okay. Hannah?
2: Um,
1: I think my biggest fear is just being, like, in a public place, and I guess being, like, I don't know how you, like, put it in words, but sometimes I'm scared when I'm in public and I just feel like around the COVID time when a lot of Asians were getting hate because they were automatically assuming the virus was like associated with them and that they were the ones bringing it over. Um, And like, obviously like we're, we're from America, like we're Americans too. Like just because we're Asian doesn't mean that we brought the virus over to the U S so like, when I would be out at the the grocery store, I would just like wonder what they were thinking, and I guess it's not necessarily like I was like feared for my life, but it was just the like judgment that I felt from
0: from yeah. people. Okay, all right. So that let's then go to our next question, which is Asians in media has always been a laughing stock. Stereotyping your language and your culture. With more Asian representation being more appro- appropriate and accurate, does this feel like a win or just a slap in the face? Jennifer.
2: I think it's a win, especially when they are done accurately and like respectfully. Like growing up, you don't like turning on the TV, you don't see a lot of Asian representation. And when you do, they're either like the sidekick or like the joke of the Uh film. And it hurts. And then you don't also, you don't see a lot of like music representation. So when present day, you see that on TV, social media, it feels like a very proud moment because you know that your future kids and other like Asian friends are now seeing almost like this dream that they've had on, that's like being made into real life now.
0: Yeah, So I think it's definitely win. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. all right,
2: know. Yeah, I, I agree
1: completely with Jennifer. I think that anytime I see an agent on the screen, like I automatically just get excited. Like it just makes me happy to see people who look like me on the screen. And I think like with how TV shows are often like scripted to have like a certain race, um, like being represented um, the stereotypes of like Asian people having like language barriers and things like that. And um, I guess being kind of like nerds or whatever you want to call that. um, Sometimes it does seem like that is often the stereotype that's like represented in the media. So I I'm not super like happy about that. But when I see like um Asian females out like who are for example, Dash and Lily. Um yeah, Ali, that one too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ali um like suggested it to me over Christmas and it's just this Adorable, like love story, and instead of like her being well, actually she started off like being this shy girl, but like by the end she's like really like taking risks and coming out of her shell and like becoming a butterfly instead of a caterpillar. And it's just like something that I want to see in myself
3: and I want to see in other people, you know.
0: Okay, Allie.
3: Um. Yeah, I definitely. Agree with Jen and Hannah. I love seeing Asian representation in the media, especially today. I feel like you know. I mean, obviously in the past it was a lot more. There was a lot more stereotypes, like from the eighties. I was talking to my mom about this actually. I think that was more prominent and kind of, um, you know, back then. But now, I think it's so cool, especially with like to all the boys I loved before, mm-hmm. and you know, Dash and such a good show. Um, oh, yeah. I, think, I feel like you know, it's, there's a difference between, um, like, Asian characters who are written by, like, Asians, because, like, they understand, like, and then, you know, Asian characters who are written by people who are non-Asian, so they don't really understand, like, the culture, um, but, you know, I just, ah, I, don't, I can't even describe how happy I feel, like, with, even with Olivia Rodrigo, she's half Filipina, and so seeing her, like, break, all these um like world records, obviously her, her music is so good and she's an amazing singer, but also like representation. I'm like, oh my gosh, like she's like me, you know? Um, and then like Lana Condor and just, yeah, I don't know. I think, I mean, I think there are still a lot of stereotypes around kind of being like the nerdy Asian and I kind of want to erase that and like the whole like model minority myth cause you know, through. Like um, and so I definitely think things have definitely improved but there's always room for improvement with anything but, so,
0: yeah okay. yeah Jennifer
2: um adding on to what Hannah and Ally said about like the stereotype of Asian characters being like nerdy or like yeah like nerds in the film growing up seeing that on the TV it definitely not only is extremely offensive but also very pressuring and damaging to Asian Americans or Asians growing up because that has an impact on you you see that this asian character is being represented as someone who's extremely smart someone who's extremely good at math and personally i am not good at math i i i am better in english and like history subjects uh-huh. so growing up when i fail at math or science based tests it hurts because I think in my head like but this character on TV who's being represented who's representing me is good at it so why am I not good at it it so I'm glad to see better representation so now my future children and other Asian American kids and Asian kids are not putting into that pressure oh because it's a compliment but like at the same time it's not
0: yeah Okay. All right. Okay. Oh. Then let's move to our. How? Yeah. Let's move to our next question then. About this is about what's happening right now, and as people have been blaming Asians for the pandemic, like we talked about in, uh, a little bit, when you walk out that door, what's one thing that you fear that could happen just because of your race? And Hannah.
1: Um. Well, I would say, uh, it's hard because I feel like I've been I'm like lucky that I don't live like in a scary situation. Like I'm thankful and grateful for my parents that I live in a household where like I have a bed, I have a warm bed, I have food, like I have everything I need. Um, I guess going to a public school that can sometimes be a little bit scary with just um, having so many people that you don't necessarily know what their political views are or like what, how they feel about Asians. Um, But I also feel like we're getting support at least locally Um, At least my friends, like, you know, we all understand what's going on and like we respect it and we want there to be change. Um, So I would say for me, um, I feel somewhat secure, but I obviously understand that there's a lot of people who aren't secure and I want to help them.
0: Uh Allie.
3: I feel like I'm kind of in a similar situation as Hannah. Um, I guess, I mean, I will always, I think the fear didn't really become as prominent or wasn't really anything I really truly really thought of until recently. Um, you know, I think I will always think, oh, like, um, are these kids, are these like kids gonna think I'm like this way or, when I go to work, I have a few examples of where I work because, like, where I work, um, it's predominantly like older, like, white people who come eat <clears throat> at the restaurant I host at, and so you know I've faced a lot of like some generalizations, even with my coworkers too, and so I think like when I walk out the door, I just I don't like I hate just facing like or when people just always bring up that I oh like she's an Asian girl like it's. Amy, girl, like, she's cute blah, 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 you know what I mean like I hate that so much I think that's just one thing I don't really like and I guess I, I'm in fear of um, but you know for the most part I love my culture and I, I feel strongly to who I am and being like an Asian American and I know that's really important to me um, but yeah I guess
0: okay Jennifer
2: I think when going out, I fear people looking at me strangely or for like a really long period of time, because then it makes you think like, oh, what are they thinking of me? Uh Like what Hannah said, like earlier, earlier on. And on the media, you see so many Asians being attacked and it makes you Feel so worried about your surroundings. So when I'm going out, I'm like very cautious nowadays. Like I'm always looking behind my shoulder, always making sure I'm not distracted by like my, my phone or like whatever's in my hand. Because I, because oh. I want to make it home. I want to make it back. To, I want right. to make make it back to my parents, and to know to let them know that their daughter is okay, and hopefully to know that they're okay as well.
0: Okay, so let's let's do something real quick, because when the media and what's happening with Asian violence and Asian hate is there. I feel like there's this divide in in all different uh, minorities like there, except for working together. There's this separation that we this unspoken spoken separation that we're doing. And when it comes to Asians. There's more of a, a separation with Asian hate crimes and African American hate crimes is happening too, and that one side feels like they're both getting, it, they're like one hate is greater than the other. So how do you think as our generation has grown, how can we not say that there's not just saying as we're better or there's better uh, minority sets or cultures? But that we're all fighting for a greater good. How can we fix that? Think. Let's think about that before I'm gonna like my, my, uh, let that marinate real quick. So how is this a possibility for us to, as Gen Z, as a rising generation that is expected to already we're the biggest generation of all time, and that we have a generation alpha which is going to be our kids. That said, that we can't really be saying. That we're better raised, but that we're all equal raised, and no matter what, that we're all fighting for greater good.
3: Wow, that's that's a really good question, Christian. Thank you. So, oh, um, go ahead, Hannah. No, no, you can go. Um, I feel like you know, as a generation, I definitely think we're making better leaps into. Future and recognizing a lot of the problems, uh-huh. you know? Um, and I think being able to kind of see each other as equals and like, I, I don't want, you know, obviously one hit crime to be greater than the other one or one, you know, like, right. um, I feel like as a generation, we just need to work together to, um, to support each other, you know? Um, and like when during times of like solidarity and when we need um, activism, like the oh. most, you know, or even like every day, you know, like we'll be there for like our brothers and sisters, like every race, every minority, you know, every marginalized group.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: I, I think that for starters, um, instead of focusing so much on our differences, um it would help i think if we really focused on what we have in common and to be quite honest if we didn't if we couldn't see just imagine if everyone was blind we would never know that there were different races like that wouldn't have ever even been a thing and obviously probably can't necessarily eliminate race. I mean, it's so ingrained in people from generations that it would take centuries for that to be um, dissolved, I guess. But I think if we just keep in mind that we're all humans and that we're all people, and rather than judging them automatically based on their race, it would help if we kind of kept an open mind and judged based on character. Um, and I think when Allie was talking about, like, the divide between minorities, I think um, instead of thinking of as two different kinds of groups, it's about the same idea. Like, it's about bringing justice and equality to everyone. It's not necessarily, like, oh, there's Asian hate crimes and then there's African-American. It's like, there's hate crimes and that needs to change, I feel like.
0: Jennifer?
2: Um, Sorry, I just like blanked out for a second. I think that it's important for all of us to acknowledge what's happening because at the end of the day, someone when we're talking about hate crimes someone is hurt someone's family has lost someone someone's parents have lost their child and I think we have to acknowledge that and that it's done by hate that's done because of who we are like Uh if that if that makes sense
0: yeah yeah
2: we should acknowledge that and like come together. Obviously we have to um, acknowledge our differences, but we also have to, like what Allie said and Hannah come together and and talk about our, what we have in common as well, which is wanting, sorry, I'm like trying to gather my thoughts, which is like trying to, S- stop from future hate against minorities to happen.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, I have something to say. Go
3: ahead,
0: Allie, yeah.
3: Um, I also just wanna add, like, you know, I do like, we're always gonna fight for equality. I'm oh, sorry, I don't know what happened. Um, But I also do wanna say, uh, for me at least, like I love learning about different cultures. I love being like immersed in cultures from like all around the world. And so, although I do think, like, I completely agree, like, we need to fight the bigger problem, which is obviously, like, hate crimes. But, you know, I do, me personally, I love to take um, moments just to learn about other cultures and experience that. Because I really love that whole, like, melting pot idea, too, because, you know, our differences are amazing. But also, like, we're equal. Do you guys know what I'm trying to say? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, definitely. Hannah?
3: This
1: will be quick, but I just want to add on that that's a really good point, Allie. Like instead of focusing on the violence and like doing all of the um I guess obviously we need to educate ourselves and be aware of what's going on, but I feel like if we shifted our focus to just learning more about all of these cultures, we would be able to better understand everyone's point of view. Mm-hmm. And then we wouldn't have so much arguing and like hate crimes going on because we would kind of understand where everyone's coming from.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll, okay. So then let's do our, la- let's do the last question. And if you have more time, we'll hit, hit one of on this. The last question is the ti- Okay. The title of this episode is the United States versus the Asian community. And we all know, like, it's not just the United States, it's everywhere. But since we do live in the United States, let's target that real quick. How does this title make you feel? Does it, is it like a fear with this title or is it more of a realization that, wow, the place where I was born, where I've been raised, this country that's supposed to be the freest country out there, is really hating on me because of my race. They don't know me, they haven't talked to me, but because of where my ancestors have come from, that it's, and what's happening right now and how everything looks, they target me because I'm a part of that. I'll let that marinate real quick. And. Hannah, you wanna take that? No? No? Jennifer? Who, who wanna take it first? Allie? Oh ooh, go ahead. I don't care who. Go ahead.
2: Allie, you can go ahead. No, you can. <laughs> okay. Um, I think it's definitely a bit of both. Because the fear comes from, you know, going out in public and all of a sudden all eyes are on you almost. Cause like you feel like it's all like all eyes are on you. But it's also a realization because now that we are seeing it happen, unfortunately, you, well, for me, I look back on like my childhood and think about all the times of like the racist stuff that has happened to me, like little kids pulling their eyes and saying like, ching chong to me. And now that I'm at an age where I understand what was happening, I'm I realize like that was really happening when I was like six years old or like yeah. barely like when I when when I when I was at the age where I should only be worrying about like I don't know <laughs> like who who I was gonna play with outside yeah. instead like I was... I was literally being made fun of the things I can't help.
0: Right.
2: And so I, so now at the age of 17, I'm realizing this fear that I've had of like you know, people coming up to me and either attacking me or saying something so offensive, like, like again, like Ching Chong, or like pulling their eyes back and yeah.
0: Okay, Valid.
2: I feel, um, <clears throat>
3: You know, you're asking about the title. So I was just thinking about it. I think the title or just like in general, you know, obviously the climate we're in, climate we're in right now, um, I think it's just something that kind of needed to be addressed for a while. You know, as Jen was saying, um, you know, I, I face the same similar things like that too. And so, you know, kind of like having that title and addressing it because it is a problem you know um really shines more of a light on the nor- how much the normalization has come to you know and like like you know what i mean and um yeah. i guess from my experience growing up to one thing i could i guess say is that i was made fun of my food a lot too um i've talked about that with jen before and you know, that was something that I was like, super sensitive about and it's like, I love my food. I love my culture. Like, I love these things. I love um, learning. I love the dishes my dad makes, you know. So being kind of like in a multicultural Asian household that's really made me proud of who I am as well. But, um, you know, like I, I love this food that I've eaten. <laughs> like, you know, but yeah, I think the title is something that has needed to be addressed for a while. And, um, yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay. Let's do Hannah, then Jennifer.
1: Well, if we're on the topic of, like, being made fun of for being Asian, the thing that I've personally struggled with is I was really shy when I was young, and so I've always been really soft-spoken. And it wasn't really a problem until I got to high school when I was just constantly, like, having to speak up and people would like be like wait what did you say like they could never hear me and I just remember like at one point um someone told me like you're like the girl on um what's that movie called I'm blanking with the acapella
3: group oh from pitch perfect
1: yeah she was like you're like the girl from pitch perfect and I was like wow I mean, I understood like what she was saying, but it was also just kind of hurtful. And I know she didn't mean it, but this moments like that really kind of bother me because I feel like there's just that stereotype of Asians kind of being walked over. And I feel like coming out in this situation that we're in now, um, I love seeing people stand up for like what's right and seeing like Asians out like in the world making a difference. Cool. And it just makes me like want to be inspired to do stuff like
0: that too. All right, Jennifer, you got something?
2: So going back to what Ali said about, you know, being how other kids say like, oh, your food is weird. The word weird really sticks to a child at a very young age, like when you hear the word "weird" as a child, you just want to fit in. So the word "weird" really hits you. So you remember that. You always you'll always remember that word. Like you see you see it again. You're like, oh, that's weird. I shouldn't be seen with that. So when growing up, I when I brought like traditional meals to lunch, and kids would be like, that's weird. That smells weird. It really hurts. And then oh. so you as a child, you started to think, oh, like, my culture of food is weird. And, I'll, and you want to fit in, so you bring out, like, other like, lunches. Like, you bring, like, a sandwich now. Yeah. And her, I love my parents' food as well. It's so good. And then, growing up as well, I didn't watch a lot of, like, Disney Channel or, like, Nickelodeon. Like, what, um, a t- maybe, like, a typical kid would would watch. And uh-huh. that's because like when i we didn't watch a lot of tv in general but also my brother who is who has a wider age gap who is a lot older than me had, when he started dating his who is now his wife at the time she introduced me to a lot of things like like um asian dramas like korean dramas um and like anime so i started watching that a lot when I was like watching like this anime it's so interesting it's so cool and I'm watching this drama it's in Korean or it's in Mandarin it's so cool they'd be like that's weird like why aren't you watching so-and-so that's weird your culture what you did that day that's like something cultural they'll be like that's weird so then it's like a huge like slap in the face because then you're thinking like is my culture just weird in general to you right. like it's like sorry to say this but it's like f you. like i love my like it's not weird at all
3: oh wait yeah. add something to this
0: yeah go
3: ahead um yeah no i think there's definitely maybe I, it could be different in different places of the united states but maybe just locally you know and raleigh i guess growing up in north carolina ali
0: She's browsing, <laughs> yeah. oh, hold on, hold on, guys, hold on, wait, wait, that'd be texted tell them.
2: I can add something while we're yeah, trying to get her okay. back. Um, yeah, like going on now, like it's so, it's popular to watch like anime and like dramas and listen to um, Asian like music. And it's amazing. I love seeing other people being interested in these things. It, but it also makes you like remember like, when you were like when i was younger i like, get made fun of these but i'm glad like other people are enjoying these things as well mm-hmm. and i hope they acknowledge where it came from as well
0: yeah definitely okay all right so while we get ally back i'm gonna just close out and then when Ali comes back we'll hear a thing and then close out for real so with all this being said and everything i like to give out goals every episode has a goal or so so this goal I think is very oh there's Ali <laughs> sorry go about ahead. that.
1: I don't know what just yeah.
0: happened. I'll go so go on to what you were about to say, and then we're close.
3: Oh, did you guys hear me like at all?
0: No, you froze like right while you were talking.
3: <laughs> Dang it. Okay. Um basically I was just kind of going off of the whole um word using weird and how it's um kind of harmful. I know. Um Like Jen was saying, like not just food and anime, but I think recently stuff I've heard is like K-pop. People are like, "Oh, that's weird," or it's just like kind of connotation that's tied to like Asian, um, Asian media or just like things created by Asians, um, and it being weird. Like, and that's like makes me feel bad. And growing up, I was like, "Oh, like, am I weird?" Like, it made me want to be something i'm not i guess i'll just say that like you know i I was like why do i have to be this way but i've grown to love who i am and i've grown to love the culture i've been brought up in and you know i just i really think it's good how the steps we're making and conversations like these really help too. like i love talking about this kind of stuff so um but yeah that's just what i had to say about the whole weird thing yeah okay
0: so let's, I want to give out a goal. Like I said before, this is a goal that I give out every episode. And this goal, I think is very prominent, especially when it comes to this episodes that I have about like gender or race, you need to listen. If you can't, if you don't listen to anything else, listen to this. And it's not like a new goal. It's the same goal. Number one, educate yourself. That's the biggest thing. If you can educate yourself, you'd be more aware. And number two, don't be silent about problems that are huge. Even if they're small, don't be silent. Silence is the number one way to be anti, uh, to be anti that. It's not. You might not think so, but if you, the more you be silent, the more people are getting hurt. You need to start speaking up. If you're not in that race, learn about that race, that culture, and speak up and say, I'm an ally. Cause, and we're not looking for any uh, saviors either. We should look for allies. You don't need to be a savior and try to fix everything because that's unrealistic. But what you can do is just fix what's happening in the world. At least help that. And I think those are the goals, honestly. Right there. So I wanna say our next episode will be uh the intuition of a woman, which I'm very excited about. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot. It's a three episode series. We got intuition Ooh. of a woman. The intellect of a man, and then the men versus women battles. That's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna uh, we have a married couple. There's a married couple. One's gonna be the wife's gonna be the woman, the husband of course, and they're gonna be together. And those are my aunt and aunt, my nanny and uncle. Those are their millennials because I want to keep it in the um generation ish because that we are technically the future. So that's what we gotta. No about it. Oh, so, cool, I'm excited
3: to listen to
0: that. Thank you, thank you, uh, Hannah, Allie, and Jennifer. want to you Say your Instagram handle real quick before we close. Uh.
3: <laughs>
0: you don't have to, but you do. <laughs> no? <laughs> Jennifer already said it. I know Jennifer said it before Wait,
3: say what?
0: Instagram handle, in my one phone
3: Oh. Okay, yeah, y'all can follow my Instagram. Um, it's um Ali Ignacio underscore. It's A-L-Y-I-G-N-A-C-I-O underscore. Um, and if you want to follow my TikTok, I'll just go ahead and plug that. <laughs> um at Silly Wigs, like S-I-L-Y. and then wigs. <laughs> yeah.
2: My Instagram handles J J E N N I I F E R T R A N.
0: repetitive but yeah all right and don't forget to like comment and subscribe and hit the bell if you haven't for the youtube and listen to that five stars and follow my instagram idk with christian if you feel feel so kind to donate to my venmo venmo cash app cash app is in the bio and i think that's it and we're gonna close bye guys thank you so
3: much christian thank you thank you Hi. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.
3: Thank you. <laughs>